0: Hi, and welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focused Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. This episode is brought to you by Media Connect, a division of Finn Partners, one of the industry leaders in book, publicity, and partners with leading associations, nonprofits, and companies to deliver their message on a national level visit MediaConnect at HTTP colon backslash, backslash www.media-connect.com. Hello, everyone. This is Cam, and you're listening to the Hand in Hand Show, a part of Stroke Focus. We have a guest, Ted Baxter. Ted has led an extraordinary life his scholastic achievement before building a new financial services consulting practice in Japan. All this changed when Ted was hit by a stroke at the age of 41. He had no warning, no signs, no TIA. He was healthy, an avid exerciser, and he took great care of himself. But he spent a lot of time on airplanes, including long trips. And this requires some particular care due to the risk of of deep vein thrombosis, or DVT. Remarkably, he has overcome the challenges that came with the stroke. He has beaten the motor deficit and is walking, running, writing, and even golfing, using his right side as if it were always there for him. Uh, But recently, he published a book called Relentless, and we are honored to have him as our guest today. So let's listen to what Ted has to say. Good afternoon, Tad.
1: Good morning or good afternoon, depending (laughs) on where you are. (laughs) That's
0: true. I didn't think about uh, you being somewhere else. You were living a great life with a successful international career, and you were in peak physical condition. So tell us about the day that you had, and it was an ischemic stroke, I understand, at the age of 41.
1: And yes, I had a massive ischemic stroke uh, 13 years ago now in 2005. Um, it was, it was a shocking tragedy. Uh, it came from left field that nobody could have predicted it. It it was frankly sad. Um, but my, my, my health up to, up, up to that point was fantastic. Um, I had a great job, a financial executive and traveled the world for my job and they were they were keeping me busy which i loved it it was a thursday on april 2005 when it all went crashing down uh, a typical work day and busy i worked out in a hotel gym in london at 6am um then i went to work and finished my day in london by 2pm in time to catch a flight back to o'hare chicago it was just after 8 p.m. that night uh central time watching TV I was watching the the, the apprentice <laughs> and <laughs> a commercial was on <laughs> and a commercial was on the TV my wife asked me a question and I couldn't an answer uh and she repeatedly asked this question and I wasn't I, I was awake but wasn't responding and And she asked me the questions like four or five times and and she suddenly became concerned, so at that moment, unaware by all who had been involved in this incident, I lost control of language. Um, I lost the power of speech, and I lost the power of comprehending. Uh, I'm telling you this uh, right now because i couldn't I couldn't tell anybody about this. Um, many, many years ago, because I really couldn't have, I didn't have the uh, speech. I didn't have uh, comprehension. So imagine, imagine a situation where I desperately wanted to tell her that something is wrong with me, but without comprehension and awareness, I simply didn't know how. So I was so terrified, helpless, and alone and still no, and still at the point. I, nobody else knew what was going on with me so my wife called the police and par- paramedics i could hear them clearly but i couldn't figure out what they were saying couldn't formulate their sentences it was like they had changed into a foreign language which i didn't which i hadn't heard before so that 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 happened that happened at the um this incident
0: Some of us know what aphasia is. I suffer from aphasia, but not anywhere near what you're describing. My understanding of what it is, is that it's a connection. It could be, and it it differs in in people. Some may have reading and speaking and writing, comprehension of, of everything. Some people may just have a speech. Yours sounds like it was... The, encompassing the whole thing, it, it everything.
1: Yep, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, my, mine, mine, I had um, was it was a, you know, the name. The name is aphasia. It usually comes with having a stroke or a head injury. It's it's to me, it's an, an uh, impediment of language, affecting the production or comprehension of speech and the ability to read or write. So, as you probably know, there are approximately 2.4 million people in the United States have aphasia. So, aphasia mm-hmm. can be cr- incredibly isolating and affects not just the p- person with aphasia, but mm-hmm. their entire circle, uh, spouse, caregivers, all, all that kind of stuff, family, colleagues. Um so now there there are a lot of flavors of aphasia uh they have gl- global aphasia conduction uh anomia um, when when I first became a person with aphasia, mine was really was pretty bad and couldn't write couldn't read nor couldn't say i couldn't say global and 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 I had uh global aphasia. Some of the pathologists would say. So now, uh, this was 13 years ago. To so now, I worked my tail off <laughs> to get better as much as I could, and I still practice. I always, I always wake up and you know, for whatever, whatever, whatever I am or or what time it is, always coming to um, this practice. Mm-hmm. So um, it it boils down to sometimes word finding and sometimes. Uh, I need a little more time to process, which is called uh, anomia aphasia.
0: Yeah, right. I have both of those. Uh, most of the time, though, I myself am pretty good at picking out a different word. I may not. I it may not be the exact word that I want, but I can get my point across. And comprehension sometimes is a problem, but it sounds like. You have really overcome most of this, and it sounds like you're also still learning or still practicing.
1: That's exactly right. Um, what I do uh, when, I get, when I get when I wake when I wake up every morning, I still uh, I have a dictionary next to me. Uh, it's, it's called Mr. Webster, and he's <laughs> he's the best, He's my best friend. So if I happen to to hear a, a word which I don't understand what it means, I, mm-hmm. I stop and get get the the Webster out there and see what it, what, what that means mm-hmm. and just practice it. So yep. so that's my that's my role.
0: That's great. We use crossword puzzles in my house. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I think that's a that either one are really good because then if we don't know what the word is or something we do too then go look <laughs> it up and and practice it and try to use it. <laughs> we do not do the New York Times crossword puzzle though. Let me tell you that right now.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. I I would I would stick with the the, the simple the simple crosswords.
0: <laughs> exactly. I I kind of fail those sometimes, but the New York Times one—it just—it really plummets me into depression when I can't get even half the things. (laughs) But anyway, um, what do you think are some of the more difficult parts of recovery? So, uh, especially things like maybe everyday tasks that before stroke that we took for granted.
1: That's right. Um, I think that you know. So, so let's say uh, I I go to Starbucks every day, right? I, I order order uh, some I, I get coffee. Right? I happen I happen to like coffee, right? When I had when I had uh, my stroke at that point, it took me two or three years to get up to go into into Starbucks and and order a latte uh, with nothing uh, with nothing within in it with without any um questions which means that means uh, i uh i successfully i i got the question of what i what, what i wanted to have uh I, I, or order order a latte that kills me when at the point i have the stroke because okay. i you know every everybody you see it see it around. Um, Especially if you go into a Starbucks, that's very busy and all all the day. It's, mm-hmm. it's 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 tough to get in there and and order order a latte. So that was one right. thing. And then the second thing, um, I always say good morning or good night with uh, conversations along with with that, like a chit chat. You know, when you meet meet people. You know, if I'm walking my dog around the street. And I, you know, I say good morning and stuff, and it starts into a conversation. Uh, you know, what what about the weather? Do you like the weather I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that when I when I had a stroke. And this this is now. You know, I I have to really have to practice practice the, the scripts of what I can use. You know, when I, when I took took my dog down the street. I mean, this, this is this is really, this is stuff that's like. It's very important for the people people that that has has uh, strokes or or, or aphasia uh, have it right now. I mean, it, you know, I, I really uh, I I empathize with those people because I have the same situation that they will go through.
0: It's all really
1: hard. That's right. That's right. And, you know that that, that uh, I mean, I, I can remember these times when I, when I had. Um, after, after I had the stroke, I, I couldn't move my right side of my body. And, um, you know, so mm-hmm. my right side was paralyzed. And I, when I went home from the hospital, for the first time my my wife, she made me, um, lamb chops and I just couldn't, I couldn't cut, cut the, mm-hmm. the meat using my right arm. And we were just, we were, we started, we started to cry. And just after that um i i i i remember i just told myself that I would never ever how'll have a situation will happen again so mm-hmm. when when i'm ready when when i'm ready i I told her that I'll tell you when you can make me another another uh um uh lamb chop mm-hmm. and then i'll i'll be i'll be ready to to have it that that time so it, 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 was rare, it was you know this these these things the, these things may be seem very everyday everyday tasks that you know we all have go through this this um, this this tasks or activities um, mm-hmm. for, for regular for regular people people who doesn't who doesn't yeah. know that um, they had a fascia or, um, or if they didn't have a stroke Sure. They, they wouldn't probably wouldn't know that. So I think right. it's it's good for us for us to go out there and, and you know and make it make more or make it uh, awareness.
0: Right. People don't understand that our struggles, even though we might look okay, or even though we've come as far as we have. Or, or any of it, they don't understand the true struggle of it. Because this is going to lead into my next question, because the struggle isn't just for us. The struggle could be for the whole family and even friends as you go through this. How did your stroke affect your relationship with friends and your loved ones? You said you were married.
1: Uh, I was married with, um, with a girl that she was the best ever I could have had. All right um, now, albeit I'll say this that uh, we had some issues before I had my stroke, so we agreed that we should put that aside until I recovered enough, then to put it on the table again. So she, I mean, th- th- that that was our 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 statement. This is before before I ever have have uh, my stroke. So we, we created a special bond. And a relationship that was more than a, a wife or a caregiver. It was, it was special. And, and this was and she was the one person who truly gets me, supported me. Mm-hmm. So my, that, that's all about my, my wife, my family. I had different flavors of my family. One because we, um, my wife and I we learned, we, um, we lived in Chicago and my family they lived in um in new york so um they underst- they they understood me or what i was going through uh stroke aphasia and and that that brought brought us closer so but when when you know when you're uh, you you know you you can tell you can pick up your telephone and and just to, just to talk to your brother or your sister uh about what you know is going you know what, what the weather's like in, uh, Chicago. What do you think about it in New York? That's nice. But, but this, this brought, brought us closer and, and to see them that day, uh, had my stroke. They were, they were there in a, in a, in six hours mm-hmm. and they were there with me. So, and, um, they, some of them had, had to, that they, they need to research some more of, of what, what a person with aphasia um, will have to deal with, but that was fine but mm-hmm. but at the mo- at the moment that I needed I needed to really support They were there, so that's my family now my, my friends my friends my, my true friends uh, relationships became more important and and amplified um, They checked on me seeing how, how I was doing um, every every other day. Um, they talked to my, my wife and they wanted to see what, you know, uh, what was I still talking or, or not talking that day stuff. So that, that was, you really knew who's your true friends. But you, you know that, that, um, after a while, it became a little distant with some of my friends mm-hmm. because they didn't, they didn't know how to approach me. Given, given my stroke, and now I have a, now aphasia. So it took me a little long time, being that I was in, um, in a hospital, um, and after that I went to a rehab. I mean, it was a little, a little time that I, after, I, I, took, took my, uh, my, I took my some time to, to, to talk to them again.
0: Mm-hmm. So how would you say your life has changed since the stroke, or really now? Has it changed? Because it sounds like you're doing a lot.
1: Well, yes, my 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 change my uh, my life has definitely changed as as a result of the stroke. I mean, I have a better sense and awareness of people. I learned the art of listening versus speaking, and quickly, as you know, what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. I take my time more now. Um, I'm in the present. Versus looking over my shoulder or worried, uh, you know, I don't worry about things like, well, what if, or what if I did have done. No. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the present. My speech yeah. has changed. My, space, my my pace is slower. I make sure I can speak clearly and accurately before I actually speak it. You know, having a consciousness of, of uh, your shortcomings, well, that's key for me to, to, to know that.
0: So what do you hope people will come away with after reading Relentless, which is the book that you've recently published?
1: Yep. Now it's uh, it's it's out there about two weeks now. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. First, I, I, I hope they have a better appreciation of what a person like me went through a tragedy like this, a massive stroke, um, the challenges that I had to deal with, and even still, I'm dealing with it. Um, awareness and education of strokes and aphasia. Um, uh, don't give up. Keep trying it. And eventually, you might have to bend the rules. Um, determination and, and your, and your willpower. Um, that's key in this, in this, um, uh, in this, um, uh, the formula. Um, being hope, uh, having a hope, and know your limitations. And I guess the key one 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 is very key to me. And I, I would I would say that's probably is 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 support system. Um, you need to have your family and your friends, um, etc. Um, you need to be pushed. So I would think um, if you'll if you pick that. From from reading my book, I then I did a, then then I did a I did a, a good job.
0: Yeah, well, I did start reading your book, but every time I put it down, I have to start over at the beginning because <laughs> I kind of forget stuff. So, so my husband and I are going to read it t- together. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things that we have learned that sometimes I need a little help <laughs> and then we can discuss it and then and then it gets better. But um yeah, so I I have started reading it and I've started reading it about four times. So maybe when he and I look at it we'll we'll get through it together. That was just my little funny about your book. The book is letting us know that it's okay that you did this. We can too.
1: That's right. That's right. And, that, and, that, and that's why my, the name of my book is, um, the s- subtitle is, uh, is how, how a Massive Stroke Changed My Life for the Better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and, uh, look, I, I, there's no way I, I would suggest mm-hmm. a stroke for anybody but because I have. But, but because I had it, I needed a different life script, if you will. Right. Um I tried so many ways to, to tap on different ways of my brain. And so far, I've succeeded to, love, to live in a more meaningful, active, mm-hmm. caring life. I learned, I learned how to appreciate life more in a balanced way, uh, not being mm-hmm. self-absorbed in one thing only. I learned that thing uh, that having a successful career is is maybe not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So I, and plus, I, I, I want to help people. I give back right. and
0: Tribute. Yeah. You, so all, think,
1: all, all in life.
0: Yes. I think those of us who have a more positive attitude go on and do better because we are always striving for the next thing, but not in the way we did before the stroke. So whether it's wanting to give back to the stroke community or to others or whether it's taking a step back and and as they the saying goes you know stop and smell the flowers or if it's trying more <laughs> new things because you appreciate all of this more
1: that that's right i i i i usually um i volunteer myself to um to two hospitals so um doing doing that every mondays and tuesdays of uh of a week and you know I, as while while the there are therapists that runs run run the programs for um for people that who has um people who have aphasia and they have stroke they they consider me as as a as a therapist and so you know what I tell them uh, the therapist is is what what i what, what I went through that works and and things that that didn't work. So, right. you, you know, it, you, you, you get that, you know, there's nobody, there's nobody else, um, nobody else can tell them that, that you don't even know, you know, they don't have this in a in a textbook. So mm-hmm. if you need it to, you need to talk to somebody who's been through it,
0: right. and you
1: guys, if you guys have the same situation, I'm, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. From my situation, yeah, I get a lot of uh, gratitude Um, um, that I'm giving giving this back to, to the community here.
0: Yeah, I love that, and I love to give back, and I, too, am at one of the hospitals, although I let them call me when they have a patient that they want me to talk to. I don't have specific days, but, you know, it's kind of satisfying in the way that, I didn't have that when I had my stroke, so I felt really alone at the time, and so being able for me to go when they uh, need me to be there is is great. It gives me a sense of that I've done something to help somebody that I didn't get to when I was there.
1: Yeah. So where yeah, can you exactly. learn more
0: about your book and you?
1: Um, you can subscribe to my newsletter uh, via my website, uh, which is tedwbaxter.com, and there you can, you can also send me any questions you have regarding my book or your views, um, or you can con- contact me using my Facebook, uh, twbaxter at facebook.com, or my twi- or you can use my Twitter uh, at twbaxter.com. Or uh, my Instagram, which it seems to be very popular nowadays. Um, yeah. My user ID for Instagram is Ted W. Baxter, author.
0: Your book *Relentless* came out about two weeks ago, so I bet you're excited.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I've already. I went to um, I went to Chicago that week, and uh, I happened to be where uh, where the journey just started which is in my, basically it was probably one floor from from my bed, from my room where I stayed. And uh, I was in the disability um, facility there, um, Shirley Ryan Ability Lab.
0: So is there any other words of wisdom or comments or anything you'd like to tell our audience before we close today's show?
1: The only, th- I guess, the only thing is just making sure that, just making sure that they, what, 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 the overarching themes like hope and having a positive attitude. Without them, is you will n- you will never have a successful outcome. And then after that, we can go through the determination, the, the all kind, of, all that kind of stuff. is It's very important. So it's, it's, it is it's very important, and I that's that's probably my 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 the, the next the next uh my paragraph is always in my my book. It says all about <laughs> determination, and but but uh, you before you get there, you need you need to have a very yeah, you, know, you need to have uh hope and have a having a positive attitude.
0: Absolutely, I totally agree with that the positive attitude having a laugh I laugh at myself even now at at things (laughs) that I do or that I can't do yet but I do (laughs) believe that that's that that's huge that gratitude laughter helping others all of these things help us recover from anything it's not even just stroke or the aphasia part of stroke or anything it's it's I think it's anything Mm -hmm. that That comes along in life and it is a script rewrite, a detour. You know, I have all kinds of names for it, but um, those are two of my favorites. (laughs) So Ted, I want to thank you so much for being with us. And um, I hope people go out and buy his book, read his book. And it's uh, Ted Baxter is the author and the name of the book is Relentless. I also want to thank Media Connect. Because this is where our episode came from today. It's a division of Finn Partners. Media Connect, mm-hmm. again, is one of the industry leaders in book publicity and partners with leading associations, nonprofits, and companies to deliver their message on a national level. So visit Media Connect at http://www.media-connect. Com. Ted, thank you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: This is an announcement of Stroke Focus. Stroke Focus has opened up its blog section to all its members. It is a professional platform, completely free and very easy to use. It provides instant visibility to know how many views your blog is receiving. At the same time, we are helping members put stories on our podcast. You can get a professional quality radio broadcast to share on Facebook, Twitter, or post on your site. For all our members with aphasia, our audio editors will help make your interview smooth. Do not need any professional equipment. No interview will be published before you review and approve it. There is no charge. Join us at https. Colon backslash backslash WWW dot dot net or write to us at contact at strokefocus dot net. Join the growing list of people sharing stories. What you share will make a difference.